going on, everybody? John Stamper here, and welcome to Live with John. Walking encyclopedia, you're more than just a phone holder with a big smile. No matter how big or how small, conversations matter. What's going on, everybody? Good evening, and welcome to another episode here on Live with John. Excited to be with you. And we are continuing our learning series with the amazing team from Rectangle Health. So this episode is setting your practice up for success in 2022. I guess I should say Happy New Year, everybody, right? So we're into the new year. And uh, the amazing team that we have here today from Rectangle Health, they're going to uh, provide some insights from you that I'm really excited about. So before we get started, if you're listening out there in podcast land, thank you for listening again. Um, we want to give you some great content today. So before we get started, would love to introduce our guest today. And if you remember from our first episode, we had Brian and Micah. And so as I was talking to these very successful ladies about this episode, they want to bring it home um, and provide great content just like Brian and Micah did in the first one. So for starters, we've got Michelle Dowling, who is the vice president of marketing. Michelle, how are you doing? It's so nice to see you. So nice to see you, John. Happy New Year. We're really excited to be here. And tell everybody a little bit about how long you've been at Rectangle Health and just a little bit about your story. Sure. I've been with Rectangle Health now a little over two years, um, but for the last eight years spent dedicated exclusively to healthcare with a strong focus on the dental industry. Um, it really has been uh, great to watch the dental uh, industry grow and transform over the last several years to really bring technology into the practice um, to enhance their revenue cycle and ultimately the provider and patient relationship. Yeah, I love that. And you've got tons of experience, uh, which I know you're going to share with everybody here in just a second. All right. So as the director of enterprise product delivery, I love that title. And uh, this <laughs> woman, as I'm learning, knows so much about this space. We have Taisha Farandelli with us. How you doing, Taisha? Hey, John, I'm doing well. Thank you for having us. Happy New Year. <laughs> Happy New Year to you. So yeah, a little bit about um, how long you've been at Rectangle Health and a little bit about your story. Oh, so excited to speak about Rectangle Health. I've been here for a year and a half and I have been in the industry for almost six years. So I originally started out in sales and then I worked my way into operations. So excited to support the large DSOs, the smaller practices, um, this is really my passion, so I'm excited to have the discussion today. Yeah, it's so nice to have you. And I know Michelle and I were talking, when it comes to somebody that has worked with practices on the implementation, right, Michelle, of really helping the practices, um, you know, put this technology in, into what they're doing on a daily basis. That's why Taisha's going to go through with us today. And we're just going to have a conversation, everybody. Again, we've got some great awesome. topics to talk about. Um, I want to frame it out like this. Uh, how many of us, uh, as we start a new year, have New Year's resolutions and things that we want to accomplish? And then how many times do we find ourselves like just 30 days from now in February, in many cases, not following through with a lot of those resolutions? And I know when we think about technologies in your dental practice and you think about setting yourself up for success, we know a big part of that is implementation. And so, Michelle, I want to start with you and kind of going down the path of how practices can evolve and I think more importantly, invest in themselves to make sure that they're going to be successful in 2022 and the things that they could do. So maybe a great place to start. Of course. Thanks, John. You know, I think that it's important when we consider the utilization and adoption of technology 
over the long term that we're we're still humans who need to use it um, practically and on a day-to-day -day basis. So when we talk about investing in yourself and, and in the practice yourself, and we're talking about efficiencies that we can create, you know, these solutions may feel like they are something that is unattainable to really th think how will it affect me today? So it's important to remember that when we talk about it, that healthcare is an emotional experience and that one that really relies on a human connection. So I think when we talk to practices about what they can do to invest in themselves, we want to bring to light that healthcare, that technology, it's not just adding on new processes, but creating new experiences, social experiences, connection between the provider and the patient. And we're looking to blend the physical with the digital so that it creates a very seamless, fluid interaction. And at our last podcast, Micah and Brian discussed pain points and patient payments and receiving payments. And it all comes down to the need to communicate with patients effectively and efficiently. And today's practices more than ever need to determine where to place their time and energy because they need to be sure that their investment is going to be worthwhile. So how we help them identify where to invest and, and Taisha is critical to this is there's so many com competing demands. We help them identify where small changes can be made that create large benefits. So for instance, even just shaving a day off in accounts receivable positively affects cash flow so that it could free up finances for other places that are needed elsewhere in the practice. Um, even having patients and staff adapt to these new offerings such as text to pay or online payments oftentimes they don't know if patients are really going to adopt them they feel a little unsure whether or not if they take the leap that's actually going to turn into something that is useful and um, what we've determined is that these that our patients today actually do want a convenient digital experience so i think that we have to balance things that sound really good on paper with the practicality of that. And that's where I really do think people like Taisha, whose experience and the way that she can walk through practices step by step, phase by phase, is really the best way to start implementing any type of new technology or new practices. I love that, Michelle. And it's interesting when you and I first started talking about putting together this learning series, I know one of the things that was very important to you and very important to the team at Rectangle Health was making that connection between the human aspect and the technology, because as, as you said so eloquently, and is such an important part of this, is that in the last three to five years, we all know there's been an explosion of technologies in the dental practice. And it's kind of like, you know, going to the buffet, right? It's easy to get excited about a lot of these. Uh, there's a lot of good energy behind them, what they mean in theory, but yeah. actually implementing them in your practice, getting your team excited about them. And then you mentioned it, which is taking that leap and making sure that your patients are going to adapt to it is a huge risk for dental practice. And right. so I'm glad, I'm glad that you mentioned that uh, along the lines of that human aspect, which I think is really exciting. Uh, Taisha, so yes. what about larger organizations? So when we think about a lot of these technologies, we think about, okay, like one practice, we can get it implemented, we feel comfortable about it or what have you. But when you're talking about larger organizations, particularly um, a lot of practices that are looking to, you know, acquire practices across town and so on and so forth. Can you kind of talk about that whole piece of this? Yes, perfect. Thank you, John. If I could just go to the beginning. So when a lot of these dental offices open up a practice, 
they take on a component of the business. And what we're starting to see as far as a trend in the industry is a lot of DSOs and service providers coming in and helping with that aspect. Because really, the dentist is focused on caring for their patient. And our goal is to work with the DSOs, the larger organizations, to help with that component, to create more efficiency, to meet the practice where they are today, and to create a business plan to get them where they want to be in the future. So we really consult with those larger DSOs to come up with a strategy for change management, for getting some people in their organization to advocate for, here's the new solutions, here's how we can quickly get it implemented and successfully with little disruption to the patient. And we create that frictionless process. And we offer a solution that interfaces with any practice management software. So that really helps when it comes to creating the best process for the larger organizations that is looking for a streamlined process in a digital transformation. Yeah, it's interesting because Michelle, you mentioned one of the benefits uh, when technologies are implemented in the practice. You talked about just a day or two on accounts receivable and sure. what that cash flow means. And then I think about Taisha, what you're talking about in the sense of an individual practice wanting to scale, wanting to have mm -hmm. multiple practices. I have had numerous conversations with dentists over the years that'll say, you know what, I, I got my one practice to the point where it's very profitable and we're growing. And then I took on another. And when I got mm -hmm. to three, four, five, and six, some of those challenges I never would have thought um, I would have had to deal with. They had to deal with and things got a lot challenging. So when I think about uh, number one, Michelle, the ability for this cash flow to free up so they can make these great decisions. And then, like you said, Taisha, the support there to actually mm -hmm. help deploy that and build those efficiencies is crucial. So I love that. Yeah. So, Michelle, all right. So when we talk technically about a lot of this, what are some of the solutions, I guess, both small and large organizations need to pivot towards to, to most importantly, make sure that the patients are happy when it's all said and done? Sure. Um, you know, one thing that we hear so much about now that has definitely evolved is the idea of patient loyalty and patient satisfaction. And because it means so much to the practice now and, and retention of patients is so crucial, it's important to Rectangle Health because we want to create the right tools and the right solutions for them to deliver that care. Uh, so the way we think about our software is really how it operates as part of the total ecosystem at the dentist's office. Uh, we don't, we, we like to come alongside. We're, we're not trying to disrupt, like Taisha said, is we really become a bridge to making sure that what's, what's happening at the practice is flowing seamlessly into all the systems that happen in the back end. So we can talk about technical features, but they really describe the path to patient satisfaction and it illustrates a specific experience that we can identify within our daily lives. Like, so for instance, we've heard it said that patients want a retail-like experience when it comes to healthcare, but healthcare isn't retail. And right. you can scan a QR code, you can receive a customized link as an appointment reminder or a way to make payment. But that really just makes it clearer and simpler for the patient, which allows them to have a more convenient experience and that's what creates the satisfaction. Um, so how we define loyalty is, a, is really based on the solid foundation of clinical quality care. And then from there, you can build on the patient experience from an administrative process. So giving and having accessibility 
through digital appointment settings and reminders or really truly how we supplement the financial experience, including the billing process. And then finally, the interaction at the practice, specifically these contactless check-in and check-out procedures that just make it more easy to get in and out of the practice are ways that we're seeing ultimately driving patient satisfaction, driving loyalty that relies in a consistent, transparent, and connected experience. Yeah, there's no question. And when I think about conversations that patients have with family members and friends, when they're talking about a new practice that they went to or a practice implement some new things, rarely do you see them at the table, open their mouth and show them how nice their crown looks, right? What they say to them is, can you believe how quickly they got me in and out? I was able to handle everything. They had some concerns on the infection control, like you talked about the contactless payments and all of that. And so, you know, Taisha, one of the things I want to ask you is that I think what's mm-hmm. so cool about these newer technologies is are the aha moments, right? When a practice actually makes that decision, they implement that these things and then they contact you guys are like, oh my gosh, like I never realized this, this, you know, I mean, I kind of had an idea this was going to be the benefit. So can you talk to that just about some of those aha moments and some of the things you hear from practices when they do actually implement a lot of these solutions? Yes. Um, so I think one of the, there's so many, <laughs> one of the main aha moments is that with the rectangle health solutions, as Michelle mentioned, we are a bridge onto the um, efficiencies and solutions that the practice is already offering, but the engaging tools. So we have like text to pay features, which allows the practice to communicate with their patient when it comes to appointments or inviting them to make a payment at their convenience. Then you also have the ability for the patients to pay online at any given time. And one of the main things that's so important to the staff and also to the physicians is just making sure they can keep the financing in-house because that relationship is really built between the physician and the patient. So being able to offer a payment plan which they can allocate smaller payment amounts to a larger balance where they can still care for that patient. So those are some of the main aha moments we see. Yeah, I'm glad you brought that up because Michelle, I, I think about sitting in a dental practice and I think about those practices that for whatever it's worth, the size of the practice or their new team members, trying to have those financial conversations right at the front desk or in an area where the patient may not feel comfortable. And in this world that we live in now, uh, with all the changes that patients slash consumers have had to go through, uh, let's call it like it is. I mean, everybody's finances are, are a personal thing and, and they and they want them to be respected. And I think that's another great point, Taisha, that you bring up is that. And Michelle, I think what's interesting is that you've been doing this for some time. I know we were talking about this as we were kind of putting this whole thing together. Both you and Taisha, you guys have been doing this together for a long time. You, you guys may not realize this, but they've been they've been kind of lockstep in, in, in maybe moving a lot of this stuff forward. Uh, what has it been like? What has this journey and experience been like for you? Um, you've always been a relationship person. It's, I've known you from that perspective is that, yes, the technology is a big piece of this, but it's important that the customers and the patients and the practices understand how to use it. Can you just talk a little bit about what this journey has been like for you? Sure. You know, we we started out, Taisha and I, what, five, six years ago? Yes. <laughs> really, really just trying to educate and inform about best practices, right? And it was mostly about, you know, how to take 
as many types of credit cards as you could possibly take or make sure that you know you had your um, your the latest and greatest terminal sitting on your counter and then we really veered into software where the software became so instrumental in connecting to the practice management system that that's where it really started to become very interesting because that automation allowed for a lot of manual burden burdening tasks to be freed up at the staff level so you know we've always been trying to talk about it and bring bring this to light and now working with rectangle health what we've seen is that we actually have a platform that will allow the practice to be able to do more focused events that are happening in front of them mm -hmm. so that most of these things that are happening online or overnight or just through text messaging is is not have doesn't have to reside with the person who's sitting at the front desk right. um, and these tools were really built on the on the understanding of the challenges faced by the practices and the patients every day um so to taisha's point it it gives care a brand new meaning at the practice it frees up so much of the things that we feel that we've seen complaints about or or if i only could and you know we work with both the office manager and the practitioner or the dentist and quite frequently what we hear is that the office manager is really desperate for these tools so that it can make their lives easier to make sure that things are moving at the front desk quickly and efficiently yep. when we talk to the practitioner they have a little bit of a different take on tools like this because they're not using them every single day but when we're able to connect them and when the office manager feels comfortable and confident in the tools and the effect that they're going to be adopted by the patients they have a better case to stand on and we find that once the practitioner once the provider is able to see it that it how, how it will benefit things really start to change at the practice for for the better um, and i think that in wake of having these difficult financial conversations, they're not going to go away. Right. But when we implement a tool like Practice Management Bridge, or when you have access to text to pay, or like Taisha was saying, these flexible payment plans, what happens is you start to reduce anxiety at the patient and you create more space for the provider to have a conversation focused on care and treatment, not having that financial conversation follow them into the treatment room yeah. that's really what we try to eliminate is that that fear and stress that accompanies every patient to every visit can be handled before they even step into the office or even just a little bit more in like taisha said installment payments smaller bites over time that still get the practice paid that still create that revenue stream but yet allows some connection to be made and conversations to be made um and that's i think what's the most important for us that's that's the care that we're after yeah and you mentioned the word implement and tisha i'm just going to say this i've had an opportunity mm -hmm. to speak with a lot of your team members at rectangle health and they love your energy they love the value that you bring to the table and you are known as like the implementer and so if i'm a dental practice watching right <laughs> now 
who knows that I'm going to you know, put something into my practice, a new technology. I want to know that the company that I'm working with has an implementer, right? Somebody that passionately knows not only how to train and educate, like, like Michelle just mentioned, but also somebody that can actually help us get into the day-to-day operations. And I know that that's something that you do. You're very passionate about that. Touch on that, right? What, what is it about, you know, your energy of really wanting to take this technology and help a practice get it from A to Z so that they're using it on a daily basis and they're really able to take advantage of a lot of the things that Michelle talked about? Great question. And thank you. I'm so happy. I love the Rectangle Health team. But the main thing is just having a consultative approach. You really have to understand what the practice business needs are as well as their organization. Because anytime you are implementing a solution, you have to give options that are user-based. So if we are discussing recurring payment plans, we need to know if you have seat visits, do you require your patients to pay 50% up front? And then this is how you break down smaller payments. If you are accepting payments only in office, we need to know that. So when we train your team on using the solution, it makes sense to them. And it's more that we are offering a solution that will help their practice needs and help their patients versus us just pushing our own agenda off like merchant services in general. It's just understanding where that customer is, being able to provide the solution, getting them a strategic plan to get it implemented as quickly as possible, and making sure you have all the correct sponsors and stakeholders involved in the process from corporate level, practice level, to project management level. Everyone has to be on one accord. Yep. And that's the difference. We care and we do what's best by the organization in order to get those accounts implemented because we understand what they need. Yeah, I love that. And when I think about dental practices in 2022, I think about a time when many of them operated the same, looked the same, right? Many of them had the same magazines on the table in the in the in the waiting room. And with right. all of these all these creative solutions and all the technologies, what's been so fun to watch dentistry as it has actually grown is how different each practice is. And right. to your point, as a technology solution provider and the work that you guys are doing, you have to cater to the way that they want to run their service. Or as you guys right. know, it's going to be very difficult in order to, to get a lot of that implementation. And 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 what I want to share with the both of you is I'm sure you see this on a daily basis is, you know, patients slash consumers. That's really what we all are. We're all patients going to our dental practices. We have this new demand, right? When we go into a practice, we want to feel like a lot of the processes that we're utilizing there with payments and financing works like everywhere else where we go and we consume services. And I think Michelle, you mentioned it, which is, you know, we never really used to look at healthcare like that. Uh, and, and, and we need to now as a practice, right? You need to make sure because that's what the, but the patient expects, but in the same regard, uh, I think the both of you did a really good job of touching on how important it is to make sure that the human element still stays a part of that. Because without that, it doesn't matter how great the technology is, it's not going not gonna to get implemented. So Michelle, any final thoughts as we kind of talk about practices, really setting themselves up for success in 2022, investing in themselves? Absolutely. Um, yeah. I, I would love to encourage practices who have have thought about this and and had hope for it and maybe felt that it wasn't the right time or i can't get the dentist to buy in that they they really find a way to come together to to make that goal happen to to make that change happen to not be afraid that 
um, it's going to take too long or it's not going to be worthwhile um, to take that leap of faith into integrating these digital tools to make better workflows, to reduce waste, to make sure that time and money are being saved as much as possible this year, because we're still in a series of ups and downs and mm -hmm. we're still working through a lot of challenge that's going to come. So if we can help take one thing off their plate, that makes it a little bit easier so that when they're delivering value to their patients, they can get to more of the people that need their treatment. Um, and if they can just lean on our tools that are designed for them to utilize intuitively and, and foundationally to make those changes, I just, I really, I really hope that they feel inspired to, to make that change and to find a way to present those options to the provider so that they can, you know, they can see some, some benefit happen to the, to the office, because we know that the staff is stretched thin. We know that people are looking for remote environments. We know that, you know, it's very hard hiring right now. So we, we hope that our solution would help them and it'd be something that's there for them to take advantage of, to lean, to lean on, like we said. Yeah, there's no question. There has never been a better time for so many practices because, because of all the variables to really lean into these solutions and, 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 and commit to them uh, and, and, and really see the benefit they can have. I mean, I think about a practice um, has a couple of challenging months and then voila, they look at their AR and say, wow, could you imagine if we could, like you said, Michelle, just take a little bit of this and what yeah. that cash flow would mean for the practice is really, really a big deal. So uh, excited there. And then Taisha, as we wrap, any final thoughts uh, as, as we're sharing some ideas and, and the work that you guys are doing to help practices uh, be successful in 2022? Yeah, I echo a lot of the sentiment that Michelle gave. Um, I would just challenge the practices today to maybe make a list of a lot of the manual processes that they have today and how we can save them time by implementing some automation into their practice and also think about some of the ways that they can create a more engaging experience for their patient because at the end of the day, they care. <laughs> for their patients. And we're just looking for better ways to help them not only service their patients, but get the staff paid sooner. Also make it more convenient for their patients to be able to pay them and just implement some technology that we're going to start to see <laughs> for years to come. They should just be some of the first ones to jump on the bandwagon and work with a company that's willing to work in tandem with them to consult them and be able to provide a successful implementation plan. So we are only into the first week of the year, but that is the best tip I've heard so far, Michelle. <laughs> Sit down and write the I'm manual sorry. processes that you are doing. I love that, Taisha. And 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 mm -hmm. and you know, when you visually see if there's five, if there's 10, if there's 15, and 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 connect that with what that means to the practice and and certainly um, great stuff. Well, ladies, I want to thank you so much. I mean, this has been awesome. Uh, always a pleasure speaking with you. And I know you guys are doing such great work at Rectangle Health. And I want to let everybody know um, they've got a whole team there to support all of you and have actually created a landing page specifically for this learning series. So um, you can go ahead and schedule a consultation. It's rectanglehealth.com forward slash live. So an easy URL there, it's rectanglehealth.com forward slash live. So be sure to click on that. You can click on the link right below us. 
Um, you can see that in the comments thread. Be sure to click on that and set up a consultation. So I uh, also want to let you know we're going to continue this learning series with Rectangle Health. They've got more great guests coming up here at the beginning part of this year so that you can learn more about the great story of this company as well as the great things they're doing to help dental practices move forward. So Michelle, Taisha, thank you so much and uh, have an awesome new year. Yes, well. Thanks, Thanks you, John. Thank you, Michelle. Thank you, Michelle.